you're now listening to the one and the only podcast made by business owners for business owners to help you create more media, generate more traffic and sales using digital marketing with your host, Yousef Elias. Cool, man. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the podcast and the video. We're probably going to be posting this somewhere, Facebook or YouTube or something like that. But uh, let me be 100% honest with you. I don't usually do any research on my guests. So why don't you tell us who you are, Dan? Uh, what do you got going on? And a little bit about your story. Yeah, for sure. What? Um... Perfect. Uh, so I've been running businesses for like the last decade okay. and have recently moved into the e-commerce field. So run branding, web design, and kind of just help people really get their dreams up and running. Because a lot of people struggle in those first steps on how, how to's and what do I need to do and what if I don't have enough money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I would come in and really help them with their brand strategy, help them with their web design, help them build a sales funnel, help them start getting traffic to where they need traffic to go. Um, nice. My real passion is I'm an inventor. So the reason I do all that stuff is so I can invent stuff. Um, and I've been working on licensing for the last two years now. So we've licensed a pet product and we have another a bedding product that's going out right now. And it's just kind of this, Let's have a little bit of fun and see what we can do. The goal is to create passive income mm-hmm. for the long term so I can wake up and have you know, money in the account. My family can go travel where they want to travel. Our plan recently was to move to Ecuador and we literally sold all of our stuff and ended up moving to Sheboygan, Wisconsin because it was close to an Ecuadorian consulate. But with COVID and when the borders shut down, we kind of changed our plans up. So now we're looking at uh, we're getting sponsored from an RV and we'll travel on an RV for the next year. Nice. With, nice. Our, with our brand three dogs, two cats. Yeah. So it's been good. It's been a re- really busy run and now it's just what's next. I've got a podcast that I run called actually connecting. Nice. I think that's probably how we connected on LinkedIn is my guess. Yes. Yes. Pretty cool, man. That's, that's awesome. So, so you, you, you basically have a digital marketing agency, correct? That's what I did in the past. I don't do. I don't work with clients anymore. Mm. So yeah, who I, do you I, work with? What kind of people? Well, right now I work with myself, and I just sell products to people, or I license the products I invent to companies. So I either work huh. with a company that are licensing products. So mm-hmm. like that's our Chewies. Those are pet products that we've gotten licensed through, and then we're working with trying to get into Hilton right now for the betting products. Oh, okay. Nice, so nice. again, that's that's on on the table right now. We haven't closed that one, so I probably won't talk about that one much. But just so you kind of know what we're working with. Um, mm. But I really tried to get out of clients. My client biz. I was running online courses, teaching people how to build websites, and then I was mm-hmm. teaching, or I would just build the websites for them. And honestly, dude, I the whole reason I started running a business so I didn't have to have a boss. And I mm-hmm. realized having clients was like having 10 different bosses. Yes. And I wasn't, I wasn't about that. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel sometimes uh, running an agency. 
But totally. I, I think the, 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 the fix to that issue was when we started hiring account managers. Yeah. And the account managers just take care of everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Unless the, the client is very, very pissed, which is very yeah. rare, of course, because we do have a process in, in, in place to make them happy. But if they're very pissed, then they get to talk to me and I get to kind of like, you know, um, explain everything and make them less pissed. So, oh. so as a, as a person who's dealing with clients at a high level, like Hilton and other companies like that, how do you reach out to them? How do you kind of provide value to them in oh. order for you to land a deal or something? Are we recording right now? Uh, yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so there's a few steps. The first is LinkedIn. That's clutch. LinkedIn is where it's at. To be able to go and reach out to the CEO, reach out to the vice president, reach out to their marketing director, reach out to their operations coordinator, that's huge. So my, my process starts by first, I go to the research the company. And what I do is I go to Pikes Peak Library District or just your general library district. If you go to the library, you can get a free library card and you can go on their online services and you can search any business, any consumer, any company, and it will show all of the corporations information on where they spend their money where they're uh c-level it gives phone numbers it gives everything you could possibly ever want in a company and then it, you can start reading up on what they're doing from a stock percentage or what their board of investors are looking for so if you know going into a meeting like okay so they're interested in diversifying this year and they want to make sure that their millennial market is targeted because that's where they're focusing on this next quarter you can go in there with a pitch saying, I'm gonna target millennials and we're gonna make sure that you get this like increase and boost of what you're looking for. And they go, oh, perfect. We were looking for someone like that. And all of a sudden you fill a need. Mm. Okay, so, so yeah. Hmm. So talk to me a little bit more about the, the library district process of finding that business again. Like how do you totally. go about that? Like step by totally. step? Because okay. I, I think that's very, very important to a lot of people that are trying to land high ticket sales it's cool say? totally yeah. demographics it's how you run demographics um so one of two things i can either show you how i do it or we can just talk it through um the first just talking it through is you go to your local library so whatever mm -hmm. the local library you have i use pikes peak library district ppld.org and i signed up for a library card and on there you can see their business tab and it says research business uh, and a few other things. You click research, and from research, you get all these databases. Mm. And in the databases, you start going to Reference USA. And Reference USA is where they have every business that's being registered with the local, state, and federal. And from there, you can start searching whatever business interest you're, you're looking for. Mm. In my opinion, the okay. best way, because if you go search for the business, unless it's a really big business, you might not be able to find them just because it gets lost in the amount of data that's there. But if you were to pull up an SIC code, it's SIC, I just don't know what it stands for, but in essence, let's say you are in the pet market or you are in the hotel market or you are in advertising. All of those industries have an SIC code. And you can just type in Google, what is the SIC code for uh, marketing and it's going to tell you and you just search for that SIC code and it's going to pull up every business in the United States that does mm. what you do or does what you're looking for and that's, that's really your, cool that's your start on like that's how you build a call list 
Because if you get a thousand numbers like that, go ahead. Yeah, and, and you can create that. I mean, that's essentially how we do our Facebook ads. We pull up a list of all of our clients and we do a, a, a custom audience and we put out our ads to them. So we are 100% reaching out our customers. So yeah, so this is amazing. Do, you run Facebook ads? Yes, for our business, do, yes. Mm -hmm. Do you do any other kind of ads? Is it just Facebook or do you guys kind of target a bunch of different, how do you guys structure your business? Right now, the only thing that's been working for us, like a charm to fill out our calendar is Facebook ads. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we pull up a list. We, we work with a lot of mortgage companies and real estate agents. And we pull a list of everybody in the United States who's a mortgage mortgage broker or a real estate agent. And we put it into Facebook and we tell Facebook to create a, a, a custom audience of everybody that in that list. And then we start targeting them in a specific campaign, speaking to them directly. You know, yeah. speaking to their pain points, you know, what do they hate more? Well, Follow-ups, they hate generating leads, they hate shared leads. So we touch on these pain points and then we're like, well, if you're interested in our offer, which is um, a, a very good offer, by the way, it's like you'll get 30 to 50 leads within the next 30 days or your money back and we'll give you a thousand dollars for wasting your time. So yeah. they can't say no to that, right? Totally. So that, the offer is really good and then they sign up, they become a lead. After they become a lead, in the thank you page, they, it says, well, we get a lot of requests and in order for us to uh, take you there seriously and consider you as soon as possible, go ahead and schedule an appointment. And they click on the button and they get taken to the calendar right away and they book an appointment. If they don't book an appointment, then we call them and say, hey, you signed up on our ad. Do you have any questions for us? Cool. That's it. So boom, boom, that, boom. yeah, that's it. We don't do any outreach no more, any cold emailing. Uh, you know, um, I don't do none of that because I just, uh, you know, we fig we figured this this out, and it's, it literally yeah. tripled our our business. Um, yeah. LinkedIn, on the other hand, not too much. Um, it's it's an amazing yeah. tool uh, for for us to connect with people for like podcasts yep. and get more yep. information, uh, even referrals, like, um, you know, get people to refer other, you know, my clients to, because we don't work with just anybody. You know, they have to have a certain criteria to fit in, in order for us to take them as a client. Uh, so if they don't fit in, we need people to send them out to. And that's when, you know, LinkedIn comes into place. So, yep. so tell me a little bit more about like, these companies like what are they expect like how do you get your foot in the door with these companies so if you're licensing well there's two different plays that i'm going at right now the first one's licensing a product so licensing a product you're going to have to create a sell sheet and you're going to have to create a video and you're going to have to have a provisional patent a provisional patent costs like 80 bucks so not a big deal and it lasts for a full year so for a full year your product is in essence protected so you can go out to companies and figure out what they're willing to do with you from there in order to get to companies you would reach out to the ceo the vice president the marketing coordinator uh director of operations really you just reach out to anyone that you could imagine that has this and you ask them if they do open innovation open innovation is what allows you to know that they're willing to take products from the outside or outside products mm. 
you just kind of ask them and then once they say yes or no if they say no the company is not the right company to work for if they say yes well now you've got your foot in the door and you say well where, where should i send this to and they'll give you an email address or something you send them that one page sales page and you send them that video and all of a sudden you get they'll call contact you back if they're interested in the product and you just do that with 50 companies and eventually one's going to strike and land for you and then hmm. you just start the negotiations on what the contract looks like. And so, and it can be anywhere from three to seven percent of the product sales. Hmm. But with a major company like, let's say Hilton was to work with you, they're going to be make you know, let's say you sell twenty million dollars that year. Five percent of twenty million is a very nice number to be able mm -hmm. to just sit back and receive a quarterly check for. You don't have to do anything. Right. And it can be, it can be anything. It can be any product. It could be like, like, you anything. notice like a need in soap and you yeah. patent a soap for a hotel yeah. and you provide it for exactly. them. Whatever they dream buy or it, you get paid. Have, it's possible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, this is very it, powerful. Yeah. Take it to another direction. So we're looking at, we have a brand called three dogs, two cats.com. And what they, we do is we pretty much cater to people who have a big pet household. So both dogs and cats, not just one or the other. Because so, anyway, um, we've been looking to get sponsored for an RV to be able to travel the U.S. Mm -hmm. for the next year. In order to do that, I had to reach out to the top 10 big guys and then the bottom, let's say 10, 50 to 60. And the goal is when you mm -hmm. talk to that 50 to 60 company, they want to be the big guys, but they're not yet. So when you talk mm -hmm. to them and you reach out to them personally on LinkedIn, and here's what I do. I always will call the phone number, their corporate number, and I say, I'd like to speak with this person. Because I'll go to LinkedIn and find out what their name is. Once I have their name, mm. I can call them and reach out. So I'll literally call them, leave a voicemail, or they'll answer. And then I go to LinkedIn and I write them a message. And if it gives, if I can find an email, I email them. So they get three pieces of contact from me real quick. And then Just if like someone that. tries to contact me three times, like you're gonna reach out to them. You're going to try to make it a priority for you because you see it's a big deal. And from there, you just yeah. start negotiating what the, you said, I've got a media offer for you. And I would love to talk about how we can help you bring more uh, Gen Xers into your RVs because that's the people who have mm -hmm. the money. And what we're going to do is we're going to target pets. We're going to target this healing. And then with the, that information, now we're going to help you brand your RV. And now that's how you get those sponsorships where you're not actually paying for company. The companies are paying you to do all the work. And that's a pretty cool position mm. to be in also that can also be used with that reference USA on the library database. Pretty cool. So if somebody's hearing so if somebody's hearing this and they're like, wow, this is pretty awesome. I've never heard this before. And I want to get involved in it. How can they get started? Do they reach out to you? Do they, what do they do? Yeah, I would love to talk with anyone about uh, how this stuff works and I can we either I can do one-on-ones with people or we can just we can meet uh, within their team and I can teach their team how to do it as well or if okay. you want to figure it out yourself it's it's quite a bit of work but just go to the library and the library has a lot of resources that will hook it up and let you do some really really cool things the library yeah, is starting where it's my business yeah starting my business the library was my office you know that's yeah. where i printed stuff i would print yeah. my proposals and i would take them to like business owners and it, it was like my work hub uh, and i haven't been there actually in months um, but um yeah i should definitely check it out
So, so one last advice for somebody who is into business and it, you know, you know, you know how it is, you know, it gets tough, you know, sometimes it's down, sometimes it's up. Um, how do they deal with like the ups and downs on a daily basis? Totally. It's a good question. How do you deal with it? So it took me a long time to learn how to balance myself and choose like what's important. Cause you have all these different pieces. You've got your business, but then you've also got to pay for mm-hmm. your family and make sure your family's safe or pay for your own rent and your own bills. Yeah. So like you've got these two battles that are right there. And then you have this third battle, which is your own mind and how to stay sharp within those different things. Cause you have to still have the self love for yourself every day. So what I found was having a morning routine and having an evening routine. When I wake up and when I go to sleep is clutch. If I start on the wrong, mm. right side of the bed, everything flows easier. If I start on the wrong side of the bed, then I'm trying to always catch up and my mind is telling me kind of how I'm so hard on myself and I think so many people are so hard. So when you hear those words like, you're not enough, uh, you need to work harder, you haven't done enough today. Oh, well, how could you not get this done yesterday when you knew you wanted to? I, if you get stuck in that place, I find that waking up and doing some breathing exercises, drinking a glass of tea, whatever it is that brings you that joy in the morning and gets you really started the right way. And then also whatever closes you down at night and allows you to do it. For a long time, I really didn't want, I loved staying up late and watching TV, waking up a little bit late. Cause I was like, I run a business. I can do whatever I want to do. And I realized yeah. while that's true, in order to really keep yourself sharp and really like be your best self, having something where you can get used to knowing what it is every day is awesome. And I think that's probably a good piece of advice. I've got an article that talks nice. about how you build those habits. If you're interested at danbrew.com hmm. and it's uh and I think there's also uh, this book called The Miracle Morning. Yeah. I think that's a really good uh, morning routine book. Great suggestion. Um, yeah. And and Grant Cardone has a really good um, uh, evening uh, routine which is he he writes his goals down before going to bed yeah. and he writes usually he writes huge goals like what is he that he's trying to do that's like even out of reach you know and then he goes to bed so when he wakes up the next morning he got a lot to fit to do and that's what keeps him going so yeah man cool thank you so much for hopping on this uh i appreciate appreciate you thank you for your time um i wouldn't mind being on your podcast too let me know if you want me to hop on one day speak about lead generation um but yeah, man, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for dude. Appreciate Thank Hi. you. All right, man. Take care. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate you being on here and spending the time to learn and grow with me. If you need more information, go to YusufElias.com or MediaTraffics.org to learn more about marketing, business, sales, and everything in that spectrum. Until next episode, I'll see you guys or you'll listen to me pretty soon.